What was it you said just a second ago? Morning at... Morning at Shea Ucap. Shea Ucap, that's right. Operation Overstreet. <laughs> Operation Overstreet. Oh, I like that. I was thinking Camp O, but all right, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, what is it, Tuesday? Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning, day two of AirVenture 2017. And Co- this is... Covfefe Overstreet. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not going there. We don't go there. Uh, the UCAP uh, Daily 435 Bravo here. And uh, it's it's morning. We usually do these things in the afternoon, but I thought we'd just sit and chat for a couple minutes here. And uh, yeah, before we all scattered off to our we are about to scatter. I had to make I had to tie David down because he's got one of his. Uh, you're going to breakfast. Where are you going? You got some sort of press breakfast? Well, I got some press breakfast to go to. Thanks to Jackson Hole, I've already had my breakfast. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Inside joke. Maybe we'll explain it later on. Uh, yesterday was a fun day. What'd you do? What'd you see? Uh, Same stuff we talked about last night when we did a daily. Yeah, but this is... No, 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 we didn't do a daily last night. That's why we're doing one in the morning. I thought we did... Oh, we did a whole episode yesterday. Right, we did all... Yeah. Well, I found about sleep past six. You can get hot water in the showers here in uh, Camp Schaller. Uh, water pressure is up. Uh, if, you, any, if you got anything you want to sandblast or bead blast, the showers is a place to do it. Is it? Yeah, it was, it, yeah, it's been hot. Um, what's? Uh, let's talk about that. It's a different lifestyle here than we spent ten, better part of ten years, over ten years, in the Super Eight, um, and uh, and now we've been here for. Well, I've been here for three years. You guys two, I think, right? Or in my third year. Yours is your third year, right? Yeah, and second for you, David. Second for me. Yeah, it's a different kind of lifestyle. Are we still liking it? Oh yeah, we came back from a business event last night. And- I uh, sat down and cranked out some deadline work that's due this afternoon. Then uh, our buddy JR here fired up the fire ring, and about 10 o'clock last night, we had about 12 or 15 people hanging out. Yeah, more than that, I would I would have said 20 plus. But yeah, there was a there was a big crowd here last big, night. Big crowd, uh, just sitting and laughing, carrying on, comparing yeah. notes for the day. Uh, the place is waking up. Getting ready for uh, getting ready for another full day with the uh, line displays, uh, the afternoon air show, uh, the stuff to shop, press conferences to go to. It's just another day at AirVenture. Yeah, I know. You still liking the camping thing, Jeb? You liking the camp campo thing? The, the, the yeah Operation Overstreet thing. Yeah, um, I'm not quite fully caffeinated yet this morning, so. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's comfy, it's convenient. Um, you can find pretty much anything you want here. Yeah, I don't. Have we ever made it clear that the way we, we joke about Campo Larry Overstreet um, of the uh, of the Stuck Mike uh, Avcast um, very generously uh, takes charge of organizing a big mass campground here in Camp Scholler. Camp and Bacon. Camp. It's formerly known as Camp Bacon. I, I think we ought to find a new name out of respect for the founder who has moved on. But that's another story. Um, that's why I'm liking this Operation Overstreet thing or, or Camp O or something like that. We, we coined that a couple of days ago, and it seems to yeah. it seems to fit. But he comes down here um, like two or two plus weeks in advance. Um, with a fistful of campground passes that um, very, people have emailed to him and uh, stakes out a great big piece of terrain in a very nice location um, and uh, all together and so we all get to share a fire circle and, and have a good old time here. And uh, Yeah, it's kind of a social center yeah. for, for this group. It's, it's, 
a community within a community within a community. Right, because everybody has their own individual personal campsites, and then there's also sort of a central common area kind of thing. And, it's uh, like uh, going to camp in summertime for a couple of weeks Yeah, as a kid. I never went to summer camp. We, so I don't know exactly. I, all I know is the uh, is the stereotypes, which are not suitable for a <laughs> family podcast. There've been a couple of, of, of uh, Adam Sandler movies like that. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Bill, Murray. Bill Murray. It just right. doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Anyways, um, I went to the. So you guys are going to give me crap about this, but I'm going to tell you, I'm going to crow anyways about the fact and, that. And this is different from yesterday. How I went to the, I went to the. Uh, the concert last night on uh, on uh, Boeing Plaza um, to see. Here we go. You ready? Everybody ready? I went to see bare, bare Naked Ladies, and it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. <laughs> David's biting his tongue here. He really, really wants to go into his little rap about Bare, bare Naked Ladies. Well, it's false advertising. Yeah. I, when I saw him once in Wichita, there was no ladies in the band, and nobody was bare or naked. So. I was. I've never seen them a lot in person before, and it was a lot of fun. Um, it's not the same classic BNL of the old days since uh, what's his name has left the band. I and I just generally don't remember. Genuinely oh, don't yeah, remember his name. his name. Yeah, but uh, I knew him. But the remaining band is mostly all still intact, and uh, they did a bunch of their classics and some new stuff. And in some ways, the best part of the show, uh, and I'll stop talking about this any second now, was the encore because they came back for an encore, and instead of doing more of their own music. The um, uh, Ed Robertson, the lead guy, who's usually the front lead singer guy, he went to the band. He went to the drum set, all right. And the drummer came out and became the front man for the uh, for the uh, for the encore. And they did a whole bunch of uh, really cool rock classic uh, cl- covers. And they had a good old time. It was just really apparent. It was apparent throughout the whole show, but especially in the encore, it was apparent how much fun they were having, performing and and playing their music and and just you know doing their thing they were it was a good show i enjoyed it i was pretty tired i didn't think i was going to stay for the whole thing but i did i stayed to the to the very end that was good that was fun a little concert airborne style on my way to the showers formation of five mustangs cruising in yep uh the ultralights have been flying since seven this morning yeah a little different this morning because we woke up to um scattered cloud skies as opposed to the overcast of yesterday and uh and it's Stone cold clear now. Yeah, it's I mean, nice. Little little puppies here and there that have no consequence. Yeah, chilly this morning though. Surprisingly chilly, I thought anyways. It was uh, what's the word I was looking for? Good sleeping weather. Good, good sleeping weather. It was brisk last night, but yeah, slept like slept like a dead man. When I when I went out to the uh, uh, West Ramp Boeing Plaza for the show. Um, uh, one of the things I saw that I hadn't seen earlier in the day, excuse me, <coughs> was um, the B-1 bombers parked on the west ramp right now. I've I've been up close to that airplane before, but it's really impressive, you know. Um, it, it, yeah, I'm just gonna rave. All this is gonna be a thing all week long because I'm sort of on the record as not being a big warbird guy. I'm clearly going to be raving about warbirds all week long here because the the cream of the crop are on display here, yeah, new well, and I'm new and old. Little, you know, yeah, you don't have much choice because if you're gonna rave about something on the west ramp. It's going to be a warbird. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. The West Ramp ramp is very warbird, isn't it? I guess it is, yeah. But anyways, um, you know, that B-1 bomber is a very, very impressive airplane. And you get to go not only up to it, but there there are parts of it they let you go underneath. So you can actually walk underneath and look up into the bomb bay or whatever they call that these days. It's a um, big bomb bay, too. Yeah. Yeah. So that was out there uh, in the... uh, 
yesterday afternoon. I would imagine it's going to be there for a little while. Um, and uh, we were talking about the B-52, and we were joking around about the B-52s outriggers being outriggers being very wide, and um, you know having to be very careful to keep them on the edge of the runway. I had someone reminded me last night about something I had forgotten, and that is they have to take out the runway lights here for that thing to land and take off. Yeah, so they send true. out a crew to apparently unscrew the fixtures and lay them over on their side so that there's clearance. I remember that story from before, and someone reminded me of it, so I assume it's still the case this year. Because we were talking about whether or not we're going to get this uh, B-1, B-2, B-52 fly, uh, formation flyby here. And someone said, well, if they do it, they're going to have to they'll probably bring in another B-52 because the struggle of getting this one back into the air, they didn't want to go and remove the runway lights again. Well, and, and that makes some sense. I don't know if it's true or not. Well, except for You're the going night, to press. Ask Nappers what except he, except how that's going to work. Except for the show, there's no night ops here anyway, so they can just leave the runway lights uh, Maybe out. they have. I don't know. Maybe they have. Ask, ask Dick when you go over there. Well, and the, the B-52, anybody that's seen it on the ground... It's got outriggers on the wing tips because when the wings are unloaded, they droop. You know, it's anhedral instead of dihedral. And uh, runway is just skosh wide enough. Yeah, it's like a couple feet wide enough for the outriggers, and the right. wing tips go way over the outside of the way over. And you know, if they're not planted perfect, those outriggers could uh, <laughs> it could be a little hard on those runway lines. Yeah kind of makes you wonder what their crosswind limitations are. Well, but that's why it's got the castering um, main gear, and right? Still, the, the gear, they'll nice. twist. There's an error. There's got to have a margin for error, and, yeah. and once that's exceeded, what are you going to do? Yeah. So, anyways, um, I haven't been over. You know, now that we no longer have wheels, I like guess another change from the old days is that we no longer have access to go, go, uh, golf carts and scooters and stuff, and so my circle of, uh, of uh, whatever here at Oshkosh is smaller, but... Uh, I was driving past the parking lot over there towards North 40, and there's a lot of RVs over there. Maybe that's the way it's been for a couple of years now, but uh, there's a lot, because they, they try and group the RVs all together, and uh, there's a lot of RVs. Um, um, obviously, very popular airplane. Well, they they started putting the RV, uh, the Vans RVs, to, so the folks understand we're not talking about motorhomes, so we're talking about Vans RV Oh, of airplanes. course, that, yeah. Th- thank you for pointing and that out. You're right. The uh, They started giving them a big parking place uh, I don't know 10 years ago and uh, it's it's huge it's the largest single collection of airplanes that you see together there. right I remember do you remember the year way back when when that was the case for long easies yeah all right they and still they, do that they had a they had a massive field of long easies one year I mean, it was some anniversary it was like the 20th or the fifth or the whatever it was but uh, anyways um, is there a Sonics area? Do the Sonics park together? Yes, there is. Uh, up in the uh, north, what they call the North Commercial Area, where Sonics has its uh, its uh, display. It's, uh, the the uh, the process is on Sunday. Sonics has an open house, open to public. A lot of guys fly in and taxi over there when they get here, and then when the open house is done. They have a mass taxi together, and they come over, and uh, most of them park there at the Sonics display. So you can see a good variety of Sonics's and YX's, and there's usually a Xenos, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, a Xenos motor glider or two there. Uh, and it's a, it's it's a nice place to walk and see the variety of uh, 
philosophies and ideas that the builders have incorporated into their uh, yeah. into their finished yeah. airplanes. Yeah. We've lost Jeb's. Jeb truly is not sufficiently caffeinated, so he's wandered away to get more coffee. Because I was going to... So there's a Sonics here, area. That, yeah, there's an RV area. There's also a... I was going to tease you by saying, hey, is there a debonair area? But there actually is. There actually is. There's yeah, the, yeah. the the, the uh, Bonanza, Bonanza fly-in, right? The, how many... There was a lot. That's probably the biggest one these days, right? Is a, in, in terms of number of aircraft? I think it's the largest type-specific mass arrival regularly. The Cessna to Oshkosh group is close in, in size. Uh, and there's also, I think, uh, uh, Cherokees or Piper right. to Oshkosh Moonies. Also, yeah. so those four main uh, right. uh, type type groups, yeah. type clubs, and because they arrive and they, you know, they get preferential parking only because they arrive together, and then they all taxi into the north. That's 40 basically together. why they started this. Yes, was I, so I, that they could park. And I know. Camp together. We used to talk about doing you know, way back in the day. We, we I was part of a. Uh, this is this take this will this will date me. Rec dot Aviation was an online news group um, that talked about uh, uh, aviation. This is back when you guys were doing CompuServe. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Comp you you yeah. were a CompuServe guy, right? Weren't you? What was it called? AvSig? Avs I was not a big AvSig denizen. I knew it existed. Right. Um, but I was a Rec.Aviation yeah, yeah. uh, Usenet uh, uh, news group guy, and a whole bunch of us would gather here every year, and we always talked about how could we get our airplanes together, because we all arrived separate times, and that's not the way North 40 camping parking works. Yeah, it's first come, first serve. And we said, well, we should arrive at the same time, and that way they'd park us together. And these groups have done exactly that. And and it's turned into a big deal. I mean, now they've, they, you know, they've become such a big force that they've gotten some other special permission, so they have a tent for a common area. And uh, they have sponsorships. Yeah. Um, they do this, they stage, at least the Bonanzas, um, stage at uh, Rockford, Illinois. And um, they do the flight in formation, uh, um, at least uh, three aircraft uh, um, per echelon, I guess they call it. Yeah, right. It's a very Gang loose formation, right? Yeah. Well, depends on on, uh, on on the pilots and how loose they want to make it. Right. But the, the punchline is they, they try to land in formation also. Right. Um, ideally, they'll land on 3-6. Yeah, don't uh, they? And uh, two of them at the same time on the runway and one on the third one on, on the, the taxiway. On the taxiway, which has been repurposed for the week as a, as a runway. The yeah, the uh, taxiway becomes, uh, let's see, 1-8 left, 3-6 right. I don't know this is, no, I was listening on the radio. Uh, that uh, so the, uh, the Oshkosh has become famous for the colored dots, the green dot and the orange dot and the yellow dot, but the taxiway that becomes a runway for the week doesn't have dots. That's it has correct. has squares. Yeah, that's what they well, were calling it. Maybe that's new, but that's what they were. I, I don't remember. And I landed on on three six right last year. Well, maybe this is brand new. I don't because, remember it having dots or squares. Yeah, well, they were calling it out. I haven't seen it with my eyes, but I heard it on the radio. They said, land on the green square. Right. They, I, I believe that's new this year. And since you got one runway with dots, you couldn't have another runway oh, with makes dots without creating confusion and, and, and adding a number of colors. So they made them squares yeah, to make, make it obvious which runway they're talking about. I like it. It works. It works. It, it's not uncommon after shooting that arrival many times for the show daily. To see three shit touching down on the main, and one after another on the taxiway turn runway, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh, it's not unusual for them to, for them to have uh, well over a hundred bonanzas and barons come in on that mass arrival. Uh, it's really quite a sight to see. Yeah. And as Jeb was saying, they marshal down Rockford, Illinois, and they get together there a day or two ahead of time so that 
everybody can brief on the formation flying and they can do a little practice and then there's a lot of that, that that's a story somebody ought to cover because so you, you say the bonanzas go at rockford i know the cessnas, cessnas are someplace else i would imagine the cherokees are someplace else i know last year there was a group of moonies in madison yeah and i know uh, uh the uh, warbirds in general marshal down at what is it uh, down there south of uh, of milwaukee on the edge coast of the river, of the uh, lake um, but anyways, Kenosha, the, Kenosha maybe, Joaquin. Kenosha, I think it's Kenosha. But the point is, there's all these pre-events going on around, uh, you know, this part of the U.S. Yeah, where the, all these groups are having either, either you know, operation-oriented marshalling or simply a pre-show party, you know, a gathering. Um, you know, a lot of uh, groups hold their, their convention before they come here, and uh, that would be a story right there to... Uh, to uh, you know, go and visit, uh, and I'm sure that story's been told in, you know, in some cases. Well, we it, we did it once or twice with the daily back years ago. Yeah, yeah. So we got the uh, we got the gatherings of uh, aircraft types uh, out in their little community, and you've got us with a, a few thousand of our closest friends here at uh, at uh, Camp O and. Uh, um, Oshkosh, and that's and my point here is that Oshkosh is about airplanes, but it's about communities of airplanes. And uh, um, if you oh. didn't know that already, know that and come to Oshkosh and check it out. Well, so. there's a Warbirds headquarters, and they're, they're in mass up at the north end of the bow, 1836. Just south of that is Home Built. They have their own headquarters. Farther south past uh, Boeing Square. Uh, Vintage has their own headquarters, and hundreds of them parked together. Uh, there's a seaplane, an amphib parking area even farther south. And then another mile or so beyond the end of 1836 to the south is not only the Fond du Lac city limits, yeah. but air, airplanes out Let's not confuse anybody. It's not really the Fond du Lac. Well, we no. call it that. But the so-called South 40 campground down there has uh, become a... It used to be kind of very remote and quiet, but it's become much more active in terms... Not like the North 40, but like the North 40. Well, um, they've added showers and bathrooms down there now. and uh, Demand. Yeah. Uh, and part of that demand has been because uh, interest has grown uh, and the crowds have grown. Part of that is because they've shifted what was aircraft parking into other uses so they had to right, expand aircraft right. parking to someplace else it's like yeah. squeezing a balloon yeah you, and you, I, it gets bigger one place sure. and it gets smaller well another. but it not only does that but because i remember back in the earlier days of me doing the around the field column for the newspaper that i'd go down there and talk to people and it was kind of a i mean they were good spirited about it but it was kind of like oh man i got shuffled down to the south 40 but in these days people will ask for the south 40 they yeah. that's where they want to go because that's where their oshkosh community is and then so, uh, between the south 40 and vintage uh, there's the uh ultralight red barn and the ultralight commercial yeah. area and their runway which has been hopping this morning there's still powered parachutes yeah. flying the pattern right yeah. now so anyways it's morning of day uh, two of oshkosh 2017 and uh we're gonna pack this thing up and and go out and and enjoy the day and we'll report back again later on we maybe do another daily tonight and then we'll kind of get back on our evening rotation for dailies but uh, final words before we break Put our hands in the center of the circle and go one, two, three. Oshkosh. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I, I have no final words. Okay. Um, looking well, forward to the day. Yeah, the, this can't be the final word because this is just day two. Day so two. We, we've got final five final word days yeah, just to go. This is the breakfast word.
the breakfast word. <laughs> okay. See you around the grounds. Hasta la vista.